Can I get y'all anything else? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you saved room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever it. happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. Were you a big theater, uh, musical theater person growing up? Because the, the reason I ask is you're kind of close to the D.C. area, right? Yeah. So if you were going to go see theater, would you guys go to D.C. or would you, or would it still be like New York you would try to go to see the theater? Um, no, we try to go to D.C. I mean, they have the Kennedy Center there, so yeah. they had a lot of stuff come through. And I mean, my dad was an actor when he was younger and actually now has retired from being a lawyer and is going back to acting in the D.C. area. Mm. Um, And so I always grew up, like, really liking musicals and uh, plays and movies and everything like that because he was very into that. So, yeah, if there was ever an opportunity to see something at the Kennedy Center, we would try to go. And um, But then sometimes we'd try to go up to New York to, like, see a Broadway play. Gotcha. You know? Who were your influences growing up that made you kind of decide you wanted to be an actor? Actually, my parents. We would go to Blockbuster and to rent movies, and they were always kind of expensive. You know, it's like $5 to rent a movie, and then if you return it late, you have to pay, like, late fees and yeah. stuff. Um, I'm talking about that like it's the present. Right. No longer, obviously. Yeah. But so my dad would do this thing where he'd, like, go to the bargain bin where they would have all the DVDs they were trying to get rid of of movies from years ago or whatever, and they'd be $2, so he would just buy those instead of renting. So we amassed this, like, huge movie collection, and we would watch movies, good and bad. Like, we would just watch whatever it was. And through that, I just, I really appreciated film and uh, and how much my parents were, like, passionate about films and watching good and bad performances, you know? Did you watch that documentary, The Last Blockbuster? Oh. It's very interesting. I think it's on Netflix, and I think it still exists. It's in Bend, Oregon. Yeah. So I, I, was, I think I did know that. It's really interesting. I think it would be—this would be super fun if we created two characters that worked at Blockbuster— and we just like, hit up the people in Bend, Oregon. I'll bet you, like, that they would let us shoot that overnight at the yeah. Blockbuster. And that'd be super fun. Like, we'd be, at, I feel like, at some kind of, like, historical significance place. I don't know. Now, would we play people who work at a Blockbuster right now? Or would, like, we tried to open our own, like, uh, you know, not our own chain, but, you know... Uh, we bought a store, we're trying to make Blockbuster happen again, or is it we're in Blockbuster back in the 90s? Well, these and are we're, all, like, living at the top, you know? These are all things up for grabs. I mean, I guess <laughs> what I'm immediately thinking is, like, we're in the last Blockbuster. We might as well take advantage of that somehow. Sure. I don't know. But, uh, and we could always, and then people that watched that documentary would probably watch our, we- our, our web series, too, because we would mention, like, the other characters, oh, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the lady that owns it. She she basically has employed every teenager in Bend, Oregon at some time or another at the Blockbuster and all of her family. It's a really crazy, cool thing, actually. And uh, I do recommend that documentary if you're interested in why it went away. Yeah. You know? uh, they had a really big opportunity to 
Uh, oh, I know by Netflix. By Netflix, right? yeah. and just didn't have the foresight that like, people don't want that. People want to drive all the way here. And... People want to hold it in their hands <laughs> and have to rewind it. Feel the essence of the film. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's cool, man. I love those uh, those things from when you're younger that like really have a big impression on you and. The way you talk about that that whole experience of going to the blockbuster—that's so that's so cool. Um, yeah, and also that they were big um, rewatchers. Like they loved the films that they loved. They loved rewatching, and so I would just see the same performances over and over, and they'd be very expressive. Oh, I love this moment, you know, kind of thing. And uh, and so I did. I don't what are, know. What are some of those movies? Do you remember any of those movies? Like, and some of the moments? Oh yeah, um, we. Yeah, there's a lot of movies from the 90s that are some of my favorites still, like um, Truman Show, yeah, uh, Pleasantville, mm-hmm. um, That Thing You Do. We oh. love That Thing You Do, my yeah. family. Um, we also love, my parents and my brother and I love the 1995 A&E uh, Pride and Prejudice miniseries. Oh my goodness. wow. We have probably watched that together like 20 times, and I mean... Yeah, we just, mo- moments happen and we're like, oh, finally they got together. You know, we just like still love it so much and like getting to relive that. That's really interesting because, you know, you and I are, like you said earlier, are about 10 years apart. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what's funny is, so you're talking about uh, how old are you when you're watching that thing you do, you know, approximately? Uh, Probably like 10. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was in college and I, I have specific memories of that movie, too, because I worked, at, I was like an intern that did kind of everything at this uh, local, I want to see, say CBS or ABC affiliate in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, KOLN. Anyway, in between shows, I was, I made it known that I was real annoyed with that song, that, the, that thing you do, because they just played it too much. Right. And now years later, I'm like, it's really catchy. It's, but at that time, it had been played too much. So this one producer... Between all the shows, would be like, and for Brent Pope, <laughs> and he, would play, he would play that thing you do over the loudspeaker. Oh, Brent man. Pope, number one fan of this song. So it's funny that you were 10 and I was like <laughs> being annoyed yeah. in college at the same time. What a great movie. It is really fun to go back and watch. Uh, uh, great. And it's, it's, it seems really authentic, too, really. It doesn't, yeah. there's nothing that seems fake about mm-hmm. that. You could, it seems like it's about a real band. Yep, absolutely. That's what I love about absolutely. it. <laughs> I remember some of the, my favorite parts of that movie. Like, uh, careful, ladies, he's taken. Or <laughs> well, he, when Shades is playing the drums, he sees it on the camera. <laughs> I love when um, uh, Tom Hanks' character, or no, it's the manager character is like, Okay, I'm gonna. You guys are gonna play in Pittsburgh, like Erie, Steubenville, and uh, Steve Zahn, who's playing one of the characters, is like. Steubenville? Like, he's so excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just I just was reading I was reading about somebody last night that was from Steubenville, and I don't remember who it was, but there was I was like, I don't know where Steubenville is. I assume it's in Pennsylvania because they were in Pennsylvania. Mm, so I think I, he was touring them around Pennsylvania okay, at that gotcha. point. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Interesting. Interesting. 